iTunes Celebrity Podcast. Hey guys, it's Gerard. This is Mikey. This is Ray. And this is Frank. And we're My Chemical Romance, and this is our celebrity podcast. We're going to be playing you some songs today. All right, this next song we're going to play for you um, is by uh, one of one of uh, my favorite uh, band of the 90s, uh, Lush. Um, they never really uh, got the attention they deserved in America. Yeah. But um, Split is such a big album, I know, for me, for me and Gerard. Um, yeah, I remember getting the cassette. In, yeah, uh, in so, the village in New York City, I think like the week it came out, and then uh, we just listened to it for a whole summer. Blown away. Yeah, yeah the, the track we're gonna play for you is a song called Undertow. It's um, it's one of the later tracks on on Split, and you know, it's just like, I think it kind of showcases what the band does best. It's like you know those those piercing harmonies and those really sinister uh, guitar lines, but then like you know, just kind of it still somehow sounds sweet. So the next song I'm going to play is by a band called Las Vegas. Um, this was probably my favorite record that came out in 2009, right? Is that what, is that what it was? Yeah. I think it was. I remember Sean Simon, a friend of ours, like mm. texting me one day and was like, you have to get this record, Las Vegas. And uh, oh, That's right. Yeah. And then I think we all got it around the same time. We're like, yeah. oh my God, this yeah, is so good. It was my so favorite good. of that year. Yeah. yeah. Best record of the year to me. It's um, pretty much all I listened to that year. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, uh, you know, obviously a really dark album, but really beautiful um, starts off with this song called Flowers and Football Tops, which I, I, I think is my, it's probably my favorite song off the record. It's the one I listen to the most, I think. Yeah. Um, it introduces you to the Las Vegas sound, which is this shimmering wall of guitars that come in. Here's a minute of it before it actually, like, <laughs> kicks into the song. It's <laughs> just a minute best. of, like, getting acquainted with that sound. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, yeah, you become acquainted with him, and then his amazing accent and amazing singing and the drum beats and everything and the bass playing, all of it's great. And then, uh, you know, you get this bit at the end where uh, he's uh, singing, you know, You Are My Sunshine, My Only Sunshine, probably the darkest moment on a record ever. Yeah, it's so <laughs> sad and so powerful at the same time. Yeah, so there's uh, Las Vegas with flowers and football tops. So this is uh, Queen's Stone Cold Crazy. Um, the first time I heard this song, it was actually a Metallica cover version that I had heard of it. Um, and I fell in love with the song. Um, you know, and I started kind of researching where, where the song came from in the cover. Um, you know, and I heard the original version, Queen's original, and it's kind of mind-blowing. Um, I think it's really exciting. A lot of people know Queen as kind of more like epic piano-driven, grandiose rock, 
And, um, you know, the first time I heard Stone Cold Crazy, I was kind of blown away because it, it has so much punk energy. It's it's unbelievable. Um, you know, also, Brian May is one of my favorite, favorite guitar players. Um, you know, most of his solos um, and guitar work is, is very orchestrated and symphonic. And on this song, you just literally just hear him shredding. It's it's pretty crazy that he was doing this, you know, back then. Um I mean, he just kills it. It's it's an insane, insane guitar song. One of my favorites. Here it is, Stone Cold Crazy. next song we're going to play for you is uh, Black Flag, Nervous Breakdown. Um, it's uh, one of my, my favorite songs of all time. Uh, it's the original lineup uh, with uh, Keith Morris on vocals. And uh, I guess uh, one of the, the cool correlation like story things that go along with it is uh, when we were recording uh, Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge out in L.A., uh, Mikey and I were at, uh, I think it was that mobile station, right? Uh, is that on oh, Wango yeah, or whatever? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, we had, we had met Keith uh, out in New York when he was, uh, you know, he was at CMJ. He was at CMJ, and, yeah. And uh, he had seen our set and really liked it and came up and said hi and stuff. And I was totally shocked to meet him then. But uh, when I saw him, you know, uh, ran into him, actually, in the, the convenience store or the mobile, um, I cornered him and was like, <laughs> you have, I, I need to hang out with you. We need to hang out. You need to come and, uh, and sing on our record because we're recording out here. And uh, he agreed. Uh, I think probably just to, to kind of get me away from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gave me his number. All and, he wanted uh, was some Chinese yeah, food, remember? Just, yeah, that's all he took, yeah. <laughs> He's so that's awesome. That's what we did, man. We ordered a ton of Chinese, Chinese food, Chinese, Chinese and he told jokes and, and screamed and, and was on the record, and I think he was on Hang'em Hang High. Hang yeah. yeah. He's am, He's an amazing individual. Amazing Huge dude. inspiration. I actually then ran into him, I think, uh, like a couple, when I first moved to L.A., I ran into him at a restaurant called Home. He was just hanging He's out, just, yeah. having a coffee. Just good vibes. Good vibes. You know, always got a great story. And subsequently, actually, the, the last song I just bought on iTunes was his new band, Off. I uh, just came up with a new oh, single, wait, and it's amazing. That. Yeah. So, uh, you know, listen to this and then go buy that. So uh, this is uh, Black Flag, Nervous Breakdown, uh, one of the, their best songs of all time. Blur, the Universal. Um, this is uh, probably my favorite Blur song. It's um, it kind of goes against uh, some of the the archetypes of, of a Blur song. It's just it's yeah. a very like huge sweeping orchestral um, number, and you know the video like the visuals were just like you know it was like um like a play on a Clockwork Orange, which was you know super important movie. It's a great escape yeah. too. Which it's a great escape. Yeah. I, I, a lot of people think like, well, a lot of people's opinion is Park Life mm-hmm. is their favorite Blur album. Yeah. I, I think Great Escape is my favorite Blur album, and for reasons like this song, like it is so different from anything else mm-hmm. on the record. It's, uh, 
Um, I just love it. It makes you so emotional. I remember being at Roseland Ballroom in New York City with Sean Hines, and they played this song live, and just like people just weeping. Yeah, it it's just, just <laughs> see, that's hard to do because Roseland, yeah. nothing sounds good. Nothing at Roseland. sounds good, at Roseland. <laughs> Everybody unanimously was Sorry, saying Roseland, that. Oh yeah, wait, yeah. yeah, we're about to play there, so we'll <laughs> we'll sound great, but. Um, but that's what you're told. I don't. I don't know. Every show Maybe I saw at Roseland, I I thought it sounded great. It was what well, wasn't until somebody told me it sounded bad. <laughs> right, years later. in your head. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I remember. I remember that show was really magical. They had come out, and they were still underground in America. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and uh, just he came out, just started playing the keyboard, and you know, I love Blur. I love Damon. I love this song. Dude, I remember. Uh... When they did, I think it was like one of those award shows, and they they brought the orchestra out. Mm-hmm. It was just so awesome. And uh, yeah, so here you go, Blur, the Universal. Karaoke songs. How we like to sing along, though the words are wrong. In really, really, really could I burn? Yes, it really. The Chemical Brothers leave home. Uh, around the, you know, I guess a lot of stuff me and Mikey are picking are from this era uh, I, in the, of the 90s that uh, I, I guess we were discovering things like Britpop. We yeah, were, like the mid-90s, like 94? Yeah. 93, like 94. Shoegaze, mm-hmm. uh, all that stuff. We were just discovering it all. And um, uh, the Chemical Brothers, though, were a very interesting band to come out of this period. Um, it was actually kind of like when grunge was in full force, mm-hmm. but... In America, I guess kids like me and Mikey were listening to the Chemical Brothers, and um, my favorite track off the record is still off Exit Planet Dust, is um, still the first track, and it's Leave Home. Um, everything about the artwork. So classic. <clears throat> so classic. Just everything. The beats on this record are phenomenal. The, their videos were incredible because they're not a traditional band, so they would just have to do these weird things like, was it Francis Ford Coppola's daughter and one of them doing a... Uh, Ribbon dancing or oh, something? Oh, yeah. No, totally. Yeah, <laughs> they always thought stuff. outside the box. Yeah. They always thought outside the box. Yeah. Um, and the, the sentiment of leaving home is very important to to me and Mikey and the guys. And when we were recording um, Danger Days, I kept bringing Exit Planet Dust up. And when we were doing Sing in particular, um, I kept bringing the song up. And I wanted it to feel like uh, anything off this record. So uh, here's the Chemical Brothers with uh, Leave Home. Uh, Credence Clearwater Revival's traveling band. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. This song is amazing. <laughs> so this is, good. You know, so good. What, what's great about this song, too, is, you know, again, uh, kind of along the lines of Queen's uh, um, Stone Cold Crazy, for me, like, you get to hear uh, CCR as a punk band. Yeah. The traveling band just has so much fire, so much energy. Oh, amazing lyrics, too. Yeah. State militia. It's so much <laughs> about it. Yeah. It makes me think of tour every time. Oh, I yeah, hear absolutely. It. Yeah. It's like, yeah, like, you hear the song. And you're like, oh, I want to go play a show mm-hmm. right now. You know, that's, that, and that's the And then break feeling. down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's it, you know it's incredible. Um, I love the use of horns in there. There's horns in the back. Oh, that's very, right. They're doing like accents, the mix. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're really great. You know, and Fogarty's just like stretching, like ripping his chords out. You know, like vocal cords. It's he's, a fear, he's a fearless singer. Like yeah. he, he's a guy that definitely would sing as if he didn't have a show the next yeah, day. Yeah, it mm-hmm. sounds like broken glass, man. Mm-hmm. So this is, uh, yeah, this is Creedence Clearwater Revival's traveling band. Seven thirty-seven, coming out of the sky. Oh, won't you take me down to Memphis on a Let's do, uh, this song is Freedom by Richie Havens. Um, he's a, an amazing uh, rhythm folk guitarist who uh, my dad actually turned me on to. Uh, took me to go see maybe four or five times. And uh, I'll never forget, just he's a great storyteller. And, uh, and this song in particular is, uh, I mean, it just brings, of course, I mean, the song's called Freedom, but it brings up the, the idea of freedom and and I think how much that portrayed you know was uh, something that went through our new record. Um, it's a song that he he had written called Motherless Child, and of course he he opened the original um, uh, Woodstock Festival and and ran out of songs because the next band was late and uh, he had no more material and they're like play one more song and he was like oh man I got this this one song kicking around that's not finished and he started playing it and then he just started singing the word and he looked out and just saw freedom so he just starts singing that word over and over and over again and it's yeah I mean like you know that's the epitome of, of freedom just go out there and, and, and play it you know and, wow. and and play and sing what you see and uh, he, he's, he's an amazing artist an amazing talent and uh, I'll never forget every show I've ever seen him play uh, he he finishes and 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 then waits at, at the door and shakes everyone's hand that, wow. that came to see him. And uh, yeah, he's just a, a great great dude. And um, I love this song and I love him as an artist. So uh, Richie Havens. the operation um this song comes off of uh, one of my favorite morrissey albums southpaw grammar yeah um it came out in was it like 96 or 97 i think it's kind of my favorite i'd have to i think it's my I, favorite morrissey i listen album. to it so much and yeah. it's just like i think it's a concept album it kind of feels like one feels like a concept album because a lot of people say you know you can't you can't just listen to one song off it you have to listen to the whole thing it's true i mean i remember getting it the cover was weird cover it was, dark, yeah. it was this old photo and then me and you went and saw him at uh, central, park. central park and yeah it was you know it was always one of those things where morrissey would would plan to play manhattan and it would always get canceled it yeah. happened for years yeah. so you know we bought tickets there like he's playing central park i was like oh, i hope it actually happens yeah. you know and then just the crowd was just berserk. Well, the interesting thing to talk about about this song, too, it has like a four-minute yeah. drum solo. Four minutes of drums in the beginning. And that's what starts the song. Yeah. And, and, and so 
it's crazy. You're just sitting there listening to this drummer just play for like three and a half minutes, and then the song just kicks in out of nowhere. It's it's amazing. I think he might. I think he may have started the set with this. He song. did. He started the set with it. He had all. He'd fogged out the stage, and it had these colored strobes, so it looked like this nebula was coming out of the drums. Now I don't know how the drummer saw anything. Drummer's just playing this thing, and then. He just played for minutes and minutes and minutes, and he just kept watching his drum solo, and then eventually Morrissey came out, and then boom, right into the it song. Was, it was this magical night, and then I think the cops came and shut it down because there was too many people or something. It was something like but that. But one yeah. of the best concerts I've ever been to. Morrissey's The Operation. You fight with your right hand And caress with your left hand Everyone I know is sick to death of you The tether to my wife In the kite that you're flying Everyone I know is sick to death of you Ever since You don't look the same You're just not the same No way The Pixies uh, what do I want to play? I actually want to play Head On Even though it's not their song And it's a Jesus and Mary Chain cover for a number of reasons. Um, it's actually the song that got me into the Pixies, which is weird because it's not theirs. But I was watching 120 Minutes, and um, the host, he says, uh, you know, uh, Pixies have a new... I had already missed the boat on the Pixies. You know, they they just put out Trompe Lamont, you know. So uh, they'd been out a while, but I was a kid. And then uh, he proceeds to play this video where it's just them playing live in a room. And they, I think, uh, uh, Frank Black just goes, this is Jesus' Mary Chain song. Uh, it's called Head On, and the video was cut live, and so that version that's the video. They played it live. Yeah. they played it live, and that's it. And so that version's not on the album. When oh, you wow. watch the video, it's them playing live together in a room, and like, it literally sounds like it's one take. Um, great camera work. They're just focused on different parts of like them playing the song, and then I remember we went to uh, the mall. And I got the cassette of Trompe Le Monde. Oh, I remember that, yeah. yeah. And it was, like, really crazy to process. I had no idea. And I would just, like, listen ahead on and repeat. And then eventually, I got into the other songs on the record, um, especially track one, which I think is Alec Eiffel. No, track one's that weird, it's got tapping on it. I remember when they were making this record, he said he wanted to make a heavy metal album. So it opens <laughs> up so with funny. him tapping. <laughs> well, that's kind of interesting to think about now. Yeah, He's he, going for a heavy metal he album. Called it a, he calls Trompe Le Monde wow. a heavy metal album. Uh, it's awesome. It's pretty funny. And uh, so then I discovered all of the Pixie songs. I was like, wow, their songs are like even better. And then, you know, I remember Valoria was my favorite for a while. And yeah, I mean, you could that always. That so good. Yeah. You could, and Weezer did a great version mm-hmm. of that. To the love, there goes, there goes Your Man. Yeah. yeah, 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 man. yeah. Oh, wow. And yeah. the song Gigantic. Yeah. yeah. What a great band. It's great. I think everything machine. they do. And you go, oh, yeah. What I love about them too, you always put them on, and nobody's ever gonna be like, "Ah, oh, can we listen to something else?" Mm-hmm. No, yeah, there's never a dis- dissatisfaction in <laughs> yeah. the car ride. <laughs> so, uh, Pixies, head on. So this is uh, Weezer's Only in Dreams. 
um, de- uh, band definitely influenced by the Pixies. Um, amazing, amazing song. It's the last track on the Blue album. Um, you know, it's, it's the song's really, really special to me. I, me and my wife, we actually picked it um, to be the first song that we ever danced to after we got married. Um, and at my That's wedding, an amazing memory, man. Yeah. Oh, one of yeah. the coolest memories. One of my ever. favorite versions of the song. Yes, you know, Ray and his brothers mm-hmm. playing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got. I mean, I got so lucky. Uh, you know, my brother um, Louis, he he got me into playing guitar, and um, you know, I asked him to play uh, "Only in Dreams" with me for my wife. And I don't know, it was just a really, really crazy moment. Um, we, you know, me and my wife were on the dance floor. Uh, had my uh, my friend Ed Coleman, my friend George Colazzo playing guitar, my brother uh, Louis on the bass, and they just were doing an instrumental version of the song. And me and my wife danced for for a minute or two. Um, and then I went up and and played the song in front of a, a whole group of people, <laughs> and it was it was a, one of the most amazing things. Crazy. Um, I mean, it's it's a really, really special song for me and my wife, and that was just a huge, huge honor, actually, to play it for her. Um, yeah, it's one of my favorite parts of the song is the breakdown. The breakdown is just huge, because mm-hmm. it just, you know, it's really cool, because little by little, they're stripping away each element of the band, and then it reintroduces, uh, I think, uh, on the ride cymbal comes in and then it, it accelerates from a quarter count to an eighth count and, and then the kick drum comes in and then the bass and the guitars and it's just constantly getting bigger and bigger and then these two wailing guitar solos just, just like harmonize kind of slightly just kick in it's such a magical magical moment so uh here it is only in dreams Let's do uh, let's do something from the Psych Up mix. Oh, the Psych Up mix. Right. Oh, Should we yeah. talk about the Psych Up? Yeah, Should we cool. talk about the Psych Up mix? Yeah. Oh man. Well, there, there's a you know a mix of songs that that Mike Hem likes to listen to before we hit the stage, uh, and we'll we'll make a, a little bit of a, a mixtape. Sometimes that mixtape will mirror what's being played to the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I say let's let's I say I say I say let's do uh, <laughs> let's do um, for all the people that have died. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, by Jim Cowbell. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's 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 one of those songs that I think no matter where you are, uh, if you're, you know, usually you're at a bar, <laughs> but, you're, but no matter where you are, that song comes on. And uh, and if you have a friend, you kind of grab him by the, the, the scruff of the neck and yeah. you go out and, and sing it. Uh, and it's, um, you know, it's, a, I guess, a reminder to, you know, to live each moment as if it were your last and, uh, and to pay tribute to the people that have uh, affected you along the way. And, uh, and not take anything for granted, you know? You know what I love about this song, too? It's like, at this moment in New York City, you had all these emerging punk bands, and then you had this writer yeah. kind of go and do it almost better than anybody yeah, was man. doing it. And well, it's because he, he was living it. You know, yeah, he, you know, he it, really yeah. was. And, um, yeah, it's, I guess, what, like art imitating life or, or yeah. the other way, or life intimidating art. Intimidating basically. art, I like that. <laughs> That's a slogan. <laughs> um, also, I feel like it's the prototype for Vampire Money. Yeah. It's the total... I remember when we were cutting Vampire Money, just, 
like feeling like we were channeling him and uh and that and that spirit that he captures in this song and this is the this is the song on the psych up mix that i think gets me the most excited next to the the one that i'm gonna steal off your mix <laughs> when i play a song next but sounds good all right so uh psych up mix track one split in the jugular vein and eddie i miss you more than all the others and i salute you brother The Smashing Pumpkin, Soma. Um, this is one of my favorite, favorite pumpkin songs. They're, you know, one of my favorite bands of all time. Uh, this is one of the uh, later tracks on Siamese Dream. And, uh, you know, it starts out with this, this really dreamy, like, floating intro. And then at one point, it just stops. Then it starts again, and it's just really, really loud and angry. And, uh, you know, that was one of my uh, favorite dynamics and, and that became one of my favorite dynamics in any song. And, uh, you know, Siamese Dream was such an important album, I know, to me and, and, and yeah. all the guys in the band. That was a summer record. That was a cassette mm-hmm. purchase. Yeah, I remember. it was on cassette. It was hard to, you know, you had to rewind and figure it out yeah. just, just where, where, you know, like where the songs start mm-hmm. and stopped. I had it down to a science, mm-hmm. I think. But it, the thing about Siamese Dream, too, is like, you would go through so many songs that would become your favorite. Yeah, you, wouldn't, yeah. you didn't want to skip tracks. Yeah, you just wanted to let it go. Yeah, or I found that when I had a favorite, I would just kind of stay on that one. But then they would change like every three days, mm-hmm. like what I was totally. So I'm gonna steal a song, another song off uh, the Psych Up mix, um, and uh, it's by MIA. It's a song called "Born Free." Um, this song is one of my favorite songs. It was probably my favorite song of the year. Um, I love everything about it. I love the video. We were just in London, and uh, I got to go see her. Frank, unfortunately, he got a little sick, and so we were at, we made it all the way to the yeah. subway and then he was so excited <laughs> about the show too he kept reminding me about the show because I probably would have it's not that I would have forgotten but we were working so much doing so much press and yeah I was really excited I feel bad I missed that one yeah but and, G know. got me an awesome t-shirt so yeah, I was really excited <laughs> about that Sleigh Bells shirt <laughs> yeah and, and that too was, you had, so you had Sleigh Bells opening up which is yeah. uh, you know we love that band and uh, so uh, you know I, I just get there and you know Sleigh Bells is great, and but you know, and then and then MIA comes on, and it's phenomenal. Like it's like, it's like so. She's such an amazing performer, and um, you know, she does this song live, and I think there was like some kind of technical difficulty happening. But it actually, it's one of those rare cases where an artist is so good and a performer is so good that it doesn't matter, and like the crowd is yelling the song back to her 
the drummer is, you know, kicking ass, the DJ, like everybody all in, her dancers, and she's just going for it. And, you know, uh, it was probably like, to me, one of the best shows I've ever seen was MIA in Brixton. And uh, yeah, so here, here she is with uh, Born Free. You could try to draw away, you still be happier. You might end up in my ear, hippie, hippie, yeah. You could bang, bang, win, try out of here. You were never gonna find you, toughier. You can buy it out of life, make it happier, yeah. Oh, now we're going super trippier. So I check shit, cause I'm lippier. Always with the check, like Slovakia. Yeah, I don't wanna live for tomorrow. The next uh, next track we're going to play is uh, Deep Purple's Highway Star. Um, one of my brother's favorite bands. Um, you know, my older brother, Louie, was very, very instrumental in me playing guitar. Um, you know, I remember him always playing guitar late up, uh, late at night in our bedroom. We, Me and my two older brothers, we shared a bedroom when I was growing up. And, um, you know, a lot of my musical tastes were formed by him. You know, he gave me some of his favorite records, uh, played me some of his favorite stuff, Zeppelin, um, Hendrix, The Doors, um, you know, and Deep Purple was one of his favorites. Um, his song is awesome. Um, you know, Richie Blackmore kind of kind of gets to show his stuff on the solo here. Um, also has a great organ solo. Um, so here it is, Deep Purple, Highway Star. play uh a track from uh from our good friends from uh, new jersey the bouncing souls nice uh a track called la marvinoy and uh i'm playing this because one it's one of my favorite songs uh and they're one of my favorite bands and also because it brings me back to uh a time when my really good friend uh hamill and john mcguire uh would make me mixtapes of of just you know just bands that he loved and and music that he thought i should hear and i was you know uh, a freshman in high school Kind of just starting to get into punk rock, and um, and he would make me these awesome tapes of like you know the Fiends and uh, uh, Bouncing oh, Soul. I remember the Fiends. Oh man, yeah. he's playing bass in the Fiends is now, he really? which is really That's really awesome. awesome. Fiends I'm wow. super yeah. psyched about that. But uh, you know, one of the the tapes that he made me was Maniacal After, and uh, I was like, holy crap! Like this band is this is yeah. this is awesome. Frank and, is an encyclopedia <laughs> of Bouncing Souls knowledge. It's amazing. Yes. I, well, yeah, I try real hard. <laughs> you got the well. We did we did a uh, Budokan with we them. We did. Which was super yeah, they, awesome. they happened to yeah. be in Such Japan at the time, band. and we were playing Budokan, and they got to to play it, and they signed they signed a, a skateboard for me, and I haven't hanging up. And one of the best things that they wrote on there was like, uh, you know, thanks so much for Budokan. Uh, if you guys you know try real hard, maybe one day you guys will make it. <laughs> like, <laughs> awesome. And yeah, you know, they've just hit twenty years, and we're hitting ten, and it's wow, it's really awesome that. Uh, you know they've been around for that long, and they're still really great friends, and they still make really great music. And uh, oh, they're just so such an inspiring band. They have so much fun on stage, and so much fun going to see them. And they're actually one of my first shows ever. Oh really? I uh, was seeing them at the Pipeline. Oh man, Pipeline. So, and yeah, I mean, hey man, this is uh, Lamar Vinoy. Uh, it's always fun to shout oi 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 with everybody at the shows. <laughs> and, uh, 
Uh, I love this band. play a song off Danger Days. Uh, this is uh, unanimously probably the favorite of the band mm-hmm. uh, off off of Danger Days. Uh, we couldn't wait to bust this out live, and we did it on the first show. And we actually, it's the first time we ended a show with a new song, ended an encore with a new song, and we did it solely for us. And mm-hmm. it felt really nice to do that. Um, you know, we always love giving the audience everything they want, but we said, well, let's just try doing something yeah. for ourselves. At the end of the show, and and uh, you know, it was a new song, maybe not as immediate at the time as something like Planetary or they, the kids had already heard Only Hope or Na Na, and it was still just really magical to play. And, and I think everybody could tell we were playing it for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it's a uh, it's the one it's the song on the record too that what I love about it is it, I kind of came full circle and I realized, you know what, it's okay to grow up. I've grown up. We've all grown up, but we did it the way we wanted to. And it was the last song written for Danger Days. So um, here's the kids from yesterday. Yeah, Frank, you want to yeah. My Way Home? Yeah. Sure. Um, That's a fun one. Yeah, another track of ours that I'd like to play is uh, My Way Home is Through You. It's a B-side from the uh, the Black Parade sessions. And uh, I remember, you know, it was one of those songs that, uh, you know, we, we had tried so hard to, to, to stick with this story. And uh, it was the ones, you know, it was one of those songs that, that didn't fall within that, that realm. But uh, but spoke to us, and, and I think it's one of the most personal songs. Yeah, that, that was written around that time. Yeah, it's weird. It was um, maybe too personal for the black. Yeah, yeah that's it, right. it, it didn't have enough fiction or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. It was I felt like I was being too honest. <laughs> <laughs> but it was also like almost a callback to to our to where we had come from. Yeah, yeah. and it felt yeah. really good to do that. Um, there's also a, a, a happy coincidence that happens at the beginning where it's a. Uh, I was trying to just kind of give a little bit of uh, noisy, uh, feedbacky stuff in the beginning, and it turned out that it uh, reminded me of something else. And uh, what I did was I I made it sound like the uh, the the part when uh, Freddy Krueger comes in. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Da, da, da. yeah. That's, so that's right. That's, that's actually right. what I tried to go for. <laughs> yeah. I remember being in the studio and you go, "What does that remind you of?" Yeah, like, so I was, so it was so abstract that I was just like, "I don't know." <laughs> and then you told me though, and it made total sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know it's weird too. I remember. Um, what was it? The chorus of this song was different. Like oh, we had been yeah. playing it. We had been playing right. it at Soundcheck for for a while. Um, the chorus was actually a major chord progression, mm-hmm. and it kind of like. It, it, I think we ended up flip flopping it, where yeah. we made the. It's kind of like a My Chem thing to do to have a major 
vocal melody right. on top of a minor chord progression. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of that's kind of you know yeah. kind of what Revenge is based on all around. Yeah. And I think what we did was flip flop it where the guitar solo section is over that major progression. Exactly. Right. That's what we right. And it was really cool. Once we did that, it really because like, it was made cut the after song. vocals, which mm-hmm. is interesting. So we just kind of yeah. slapped. We, we put the guitars in, and that was really that was the only time I think we've ever done that. Yeah. Where it's like post vocals and then we heard it and we're like oh it's much cooler now yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think the other major. one that I'm playing was Same originally thing. written for the that major chorus mm-hmm. but it works yeah. Yeah. oh and the bass line changed in the studio too yeah, yeah. it was totally different you know? it's cool you never know what to expect yeah. in the studio with my chemical <laughs> romance <laughs> guys this is Gerard this is Mikey this is Ray and this is Frank and we're my chemical romance and this is our celebrity podcast iTunes celebrity podcast